Hello and welcome back to Sitting In. Today you're listening to episode 8. And uh, to be honest, we don't really have a script right now, so we're just going to see how it goes. But yeah, how's everybody doing? I'm joyful. <laughs> Thanks for asking. I was waiting like, do I go? Do you go? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to a morning of, um, pardon the pun, but riffing. Yeah, just seeing what, what everything's about. But you know, it's a lovely morning here as well. Um, and I went to go collect the food shop in this morning, right? I don't know why I'm telling you this, but it was just amazing. It's a podcast, bro. You just out... say these things. That's true. That's true. So I'm coming out the car park. Um, got like a a boot full of uh, full of eggs and milk and all that other stuff. I'm coming out the car park and I look over the hedge, basically, and I see this massive yellow thing, and I'm like, oh man, someone's someone's put up a hot air balloon. Then I thought to myself, there are no fields around where I am that would even be able to cater to that. So I turned the corner, and then as I started to turn the corner, I saw the biggest moon that I've ever seen in my life. It was so big. It was like some, somebody had like kicked a football into the sky, and it had just stuck there. It was really wild. But um, yeah, big and yellow, and you could see everything on it. You could even see like the cheese. I thought you were um, going to say you saw like a lion or a tiger. I was like, oh man, like what? <laughs> well, not this week, but... I think a, a, you know, a big moon is pretty impressive. I don't think it was a super moon. You do cause... realize it doesn't actually change size, though. Like, the moon is always the same size, but it's... Uh... Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. I've, I can only go off, you know, personal evidence. But yeah, that's been my morning. Callum, what about you? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. Um, feeling good. Not had any um, rare experiences <laughs> this morning, <laughs> but... Um... I think I think this episode will be a rare experience. I think this uh, because it's not scripted. I think we'll uh, we'll see what comes out. It'll be exciting. Yeah. Well, I mean, last night Cal and I had a rehearsal that was like mildly stressful leading up to it because we're rehearsing for this big gig, um, and I was just so knackered last night that I, I when I finished teaching after the rehearsal at eight thirty, I just kind of chilled and. Uh, Callum and I were supposed to go walk this morning, you know, just get up early before the podcast. But yeah, I got a bed, out of bed an hour ago. So I'm feeling well rested. I've done nothing. And believe it or not, today we are coming to you largely uncaffeinated, I believe. Is that right? Unfortunately, yes, it is right. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, if you would like to buy us a coffee, there's a link in the description to uh, buy me a coffee. And what you contribute goes towards funding our caffeine addict, addiction, sorry. Um, no, but more seriously, uh, if you do want to support the podcast in a very small way, you know, the coffee that you're drinking right now, perhaps you'd like to share it with us, but you can't because we're in your ears and not sitting on your lap. Um, <laughs> so if you want to help us out, click on the link and you can support us there. But yeah, as uh, we've all kind of alluded, we don't have a script here. Usually what we'll do is we'll choose a topic and we'll kind of jam it, so to speak. Hence the name, Sitting in Jams. Um, now, what I thought might be fun to do is, well, just see where this episode goes, but also maybe put a bit of an angle on it where we're looking back at the last year or even just the holiday that happened. And I don't know, maybe sharing how we, how we felt about that. Um, so I'm going to open it up with a question. Maybe potentially quite a big question. Uh, now, feel free to have a minute to think about this. But the question is going to be, what's one thing you learned last year? 
And that could be something super literal, like I learned this new song or something, or it could be something super deep that you learn about yourself. Um, does anybody want to start or should I just kind of go for it? I've actually not thought about it myself. I just came up with that question. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm curious to put you on the spot to hear uh, yeah, what you cool. have to come up with. What would you say? Um, all right. I actually feel like last year was a year of learning about myself quite a lot, actually. Um, let me try and summarize. All right. I'm, I might give you more than one thing here because, you know, I'm, I'm feeling kind. Unca- uncaffeinated and kind. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing that I learned last year, I feel like I learned this every year, but last year it really like slapped me in the face at least five times, is that I'm not actually a machine. And uh, I need to like, I need time off. And it's not that like taking time off from stuff makes me... Um, like lazy or something like that it's like I actually gain so much more by taking time off and I'm sure we spoke about this at some point on the podcast but I often end up in an unfortunate situation where I'm working seven days a week and though it's not like eight hours a day seven days a week I'm working like seven days a week it might just be two lessons or something and for me I know that the pressure that puts on me mentally is quite a lot now having spent a year pretty much doing it um and yeah, I, it's so important for me to take time off and just sort of empty the cup, you know, completely empty it and then sort of start filling it up again. And I found that over Christmas, I, I was forced to isolate because Kaylee ended up getting COVID and don't worry, she's okay. She was okay. But the kind of lovely thing that it afforded us was time just to spend together and just properly chill. You know, we had, these, we had all these social plans that would have been amazing but yeah, I just properly relaxed for what felt like, yeah, it was about 10 days and I didn't, well, I couldn't leave the house. Um, yeah. And I feel so much better coming into this year having had an actual holiday, not a holiday where I continue all my crazy activities and social things, <laughs> um, but one where I really relax. And so looking forward to this year. I'm already trying to pencil in when the holidays are going to be because I know that if I don't do that, you know, stuff just ticks over. You take on another project and you end up doing all this stuff and, well, you end up with no holidays. And believe me, like, I'm, and if you listen to this and you've gone nine months without a holiday, it sucks. Don't do it to yourself. Take a long weekend if that's all you can do. Um, yeah. I do think there's a measure of that as well, though. Like, I, I completely get that and it's, it's something I've not quite figured out and hopefully at some point this year I will figure out. But I also do sort of feel that in the past two years, um, there's been a bit of a, a change in how we all sort of use screens and technology and that kind of thing as well. Um, and, and, you know, it feels like it feels like your 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 online work as well is, is kind of been put into hyperdrive as well. You know, the fact that we're kind of all indoors as well is, is a big part of it. But just the fact that everything is so everything is so simple to do now that it makes you kind of avoid the excuse of you know and it's a good excuse to have which is to give yourself a break but the problem is when you're like well you know i'll just get this one out of the way or i'll just do a lesson here and there and then you suddenly go whoa this was supposed to be my day off or i was actually supposed to completely disconnect from from work or you know from from what it is and yeah it's i think it's getting out the mindset that we all seem to be in which is like 
seven days a week now is just just what you work because you're inside all the time and because it's available because it's there it's like yeah that it seems like our 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 life with technology is sort of merged to a point that it's gone into a hyperdrive and I, I completely understand that as well it makes a lot of sense yeah i do think that there are pros to it you know i think every now and then busting out like seven days a week maybe that's what i need because i'm just feeling it you know and that's cool but i don't think it's sustainable for me you know it might be sustainable for i don't know one of you or someone who's listening but i have come to learn i'm not that guy and i'm totally fine with it and having a holiday makes me a better person by a million um so i'm hoping that this year i can plan ahead actually take time off and feel just generally more inspired and motivated to do my stuff throughout the year all right who's gonna take the dance floor i think i'll i'll go for it um yeah i definitely feel very much the same um like over the past few years like those thoughts have been there of you know you should probably kind of take a break but there's things to do and it's just you know it's take the opportunity um and just just get those things done but that's gotten to a point now where I'm doing so much stuff that in order to do that stuff well, I need to rest, I need to recharge. So um, I've definitely done that over, you know, kind of Christmas, New Year period um, so that I can feel refreshed to just get back into the next term um, and start strong and just like, yeah, just maintain that just like throughout the next term. Um, that's the main thing that I think I've taken away and really applied it. It's like it's kind of been at the back of my mind, but now I'm really trying to just enforce that upon myself so that you know um you can uh come back strong for your next term um but apart from that i think that's i was trying to think of something else that was slightly different from that just uh, from yourself reese but i think that's the that's the main takeaway is just the rest thing um which I, i'm i'm sure many people will resonate with as well yeah i was gonna say i mean it's funny that us reflecting on our last year we can share that same sort of idea of like oh i should take more breaks i wonder like if you're listening to it right now, do you feel the same? Is that something that you've struggled with? Let us know. I'm interested to find out if every single musician in the world struggles to take breaks. If, if so, particularly, uh, maybe we should think about speaking to someone who specializes in sleep or like rest. That would be cool. Something to think about. Mm, that's interesting. Do you know, I'm going to take it in a different way. I'm going to try and answer it in a different way. I think the big sort of learning point over the past year for me um and it does seem to be one that continually changes but i think again the 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 situation kind of warrants that it changes and it's really just like the relationship that i have to the instrument is a big thing so not necessarily what i'm doing on the instrument or how often you know i pick it up but really the importance of it in just kind of my day to day i start to kind of notice as well last year because of course, everybody goes through the roller coasters of, you know, being inspired, sitting down and working and feeling great and wanting to kind of play all the time next to sometimes feeling just completely uninspired and wanting to, you know, go off and do something else or throw it in the bin or snap it. <laughs> but I think the big thing for me was like realizing how much I need it as, a, as, a, as an anchor, really. So just knowing whether it's just daily sitting down, just being able to kind of mess around with something for 10 minutes or whatever, have some kind of uh, centering sort of time to find out where it's important. It's been a really big deal for me as well. Um, because I think, you know, it, it puts everything into perspective is the main thing. It centers you, of course, but it puts everything into perspective as to like, of course, it's important, but what is its role 
when you know you're doing other things when you're doing admin when you are writing perhaps you're doing stuff that's like and this you know this, this is obviously something that's very important for people who are not professional musicians as well which of course might be most of our audience which is like where does music factor in does it factor in as just a hobby or does it factor in as something that's a lifestyle to you but it's about then trying to kind of translate that into a lifestyle it's a lot like you know drinking water like eating vegetables or going to the gym or that sort of thing like they all have a place in your lifestyle and it can take a long time to mentally get them to click of course you know people talk about like the 90 days that it takes for a habit to form as well that's although you know music's not really like a habit or at least to me it's not really like a habit but it's it's something that you have to factor into your life like it's a habit and for me at least it's been it's been about realizing that i need time to just sit with it even if it's for 40 minutes to an hour a day and just kind of feel comfortable with it because it seems to put everything else that i am working on or 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 busy with um yeah in perspective and, and in order as well i think so that's been quite a big one and it, you know it's, it's something that i think that changes all the time i think everything that we've brought up is something that changes i think you have to constantly be questioning these things you have to constantly be on top of you know do you need a break should you have a break how can you better inform yourself of you know when to take holiday or whatever um yeah and so i think maybe at the turning of the year the, the point is really that you're always going to have these lessons that pop up and sometimes it feels like you're learning the same lesson again and again and again but it's because you know naturally we're as you said reese we're not we're not machines like we we have to factor in time for ourselves. We have to factor in, you know, a sense of what's important as well and how to kind of center ourselves. And centering yourself is a balancing act rather than just a to-do list. Nice. Very thoughtful as always, Mr. Handyside. Thank you very much. All right, another question. So I want you to think back to last year. And this question, I want you to try and answer or catch the thing that comes to you most immediately. Because I feel like if you look about too much into your mind. You might try and find something specific. But the question is, and I want someone else to start this one, so whoever comes up with it first, just jump on. I want you to think back to last year and describe or tell me a time that was fulfilling to you. Like something last year that was like, that was super fun, or I really enjoyed that. Who's going to jump on first? Don't think too hard. And if you're listening on the podcast, I do encourage you to go through this process as well with us. You know, like what is something last year that, I don't know, it just, it was a great day. You look back and you're like, oh, that was one of the best days. It doesn't have to demonstrate a moment of growth or anything deep. It could be that you just had a great time with your friends. Um, anybody got one they want to share or shall I jump, jump on it again? I don't mind. I'll, I'll kick it off. I, I've like, I was spinning a couple of ideas there, but. I can think of two that I think are most important. One of them is, is um, without breach of confidentiality, um, I think there's a couple of sessions I've had with, with just students in person as well, sort of returning as well, because I think we forget, like, at least here in the UK, it's not until very recently that we've been able to sort of, in the past year, literally, that we've been able to um, sort of have people in our homes again quite safely. So I think a really nice thing was having people in person, which is a large part of what I do, and being able to, um, riff ideas and see people's see people's realizations and learnings in 4d so whether that's exploring whilst we both kind of play the song or whatever or just kind of going through things it's really nice to see that in 4d rather than kind of through the screen um so that kind of happening last year was a big like ah 
that's great. That's really, you know, fulfilling and kind of tells me that I'm doing my job right as well. But I think, you know, the the short answer is really the time that you and I kind of spent when I came up to Scotland was 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 really good as well. Just playing a couple tunes. Um, Calum, also, you, you, were, you were there as well. You know, just kind of having a bit of a riff about music. Um, yeah, just just kind of playing freely as well. It was it was really nice to do that as well because it's uh, sometimes it's very much needed. <laughs> you sometimes don't realize you need it, and, and you need a bit of a bit of a sing song. <laughs> nice, yeah, I, I resonate with that, Jack. Um, there's if if you know if you know me closely, then you know that I'm just one for just deep conversation, like just getting deep into things, like just deep topics and stuff like that. So um, I really enjoyed that day as well. That was great. One of mine's is probably, it is in a similar boat. Um, first gig, played back. And, you know, a packed room was just like from working like at home, not really seeing many people, like seeing the odd friend to then just being in like, like a really busy bar where there's no masks and people are up dancing it's packed and you're, you're having a good time playing the music. That was, I think just because of the lack of that, that was probably just one of the better times. Um, and it, and it kind of got better just each time that we did that as well. Uh, super, super fun, but also like a real shock because we just hadn't done it in so long. Um, so I'd probably say that one, that one is up there. That experience is up there, but also like same thing with students, um, you know, getting nice messages from students and really feeling like they've progressed um, and that they're really building a, like a skill set and, you know, a, the ability to kind of develop their tools to the point where like they're really, really enjoying music and they're, you know, they can, they can start to dive deeper into things like theoretically, um, they can start to kind of open more doors for themselves once they get past a certain point, which is, which has been really, really exciting just over the past year. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that, that's it for me. It's definitely, it's all music related. We'll probably spend some time with family as well. Um, there's definitely been some time for that where it's just been really nice to not do anything and just, just chill with close family. That's probably it for me. Nice. When I look back into the, uh, photo album that was 2021, and I see so many little things and I'll, I'll give you a couple of the sort of bigger ones. But I like when I think back, Callum, I remember there was an evening where I think we went to the cinema and then we went to that bar at the top of Leaf Walk and we bought a bottle of wine and just had a nice chilled so evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I see a lot of small things like that last year that just felt they were just really wholesome. Did you share um, a piece of pasta as well, by any chance? Because I think I've seen that film. Almost. <laughs> almost. But anyway, I think last year that, yeah, one of the main highlights was Jack came up to Scotland and we got everybody together and just had so much fun. And it kind of just reminded me of, you know, when you're younger and you just get together with your friends and like just do stupid stuff but it's fine because they're your friends and you're all equally stupid. Uh, we'd done that for a couple of days and it was just so much fun. And it just reminded me that we've still got it, you know? We, we've still got it. We can still have a good night out and we can also still mess around and just be silly and it's still so much fun. Um, I want to do more of that next year. So I'm, I'm secretly hoping that Jack will move to Edinburgh at some point in his life and we can just be like, best friends we like get up and i don't know brush each other's teeth get coffee <laughs> and, 
Maybe actually, I'll tell you what I would love. I would love if we could record the podcast all in the same room. Mm. That would be so cool. I think it opens up for a different kind of conversation. Because right now we're sort of like, we've got virtual hand signals for whenever we're going to take the dance floor. Of course, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, especially like the brushing each other's teeth part as well. Like, I'm sure your, your toothbrush is better than mine, but I mean, on to other things as well. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. I think it'd be, <laughs> it'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I think it'd be a lot of fun um, to, to just kind of experience the podcast in a different way as well. Because I think another big part of um, what the three of us have been working on is all, all about, you know, how you, the listener, hear the episodes as well that's that's a really big part of um perhaps something that you don't really realize about what we what we do as well and how we kind of try to put it across is like trying to present the podcast in a way that is you know a fair representation of um our views and perhaps the concepts that we're talking about as well but also the you know the just the general listening experience because it's something that when we started trying to pen ways that the podcast could um just could be different we start to kind of list off, you know, podcasts that we listened to and that we enjoyed. And we started to really talk about the, um, the, yeah, the general method or the ingredients that we would need to create something that, that resonated with, with us and was kind of a nice space to do as well. So it was, it was fun for me personally this year to be part of a team that, um, cause you guys are very on your toes with that stuff as well. And you have specialisms that, um, make me dizzy, <laughs> but you know, you, you, you have ways of, of being able to kind of bring ideas i suppose we all do we all have ways of bringing each other's kind of ideas out best as well and it's it's culminated in i think quite a fun space and for the future as well that's um that's going to be really fun to do as well but what 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 do you guys kind of hope for the future of the podcast as well because i know we're only what is it eight eight or nine episodes in i'm i'm not too sure um but yeah what do you what do you guys hope for the future of you know uh 2022 with the podcast calm were you gonna say something there sorry I just don't want to jump. No, in I was just going to ask a question, but I can remember it, and we we can dive into this this question for just now. Right, write it down. What do you see? Yeah, Jack. Just off the back of what you said there, one big highlight of last year was getting this team together, and it was quite carefully created, actually. You know, Jack, we'd worked together in season one a little bit, and realized that that was, well, it became more of a friendship than like a working partnership. And it just seemed natural to get you on board and you're fantastic at what you do. But I remember speaking to Jack for a while. It's like, oh, you know, there's, there's this guy, Callum. I think he could be quite cool for something. We didn't really know at the time. Um, we we're talking about Callum doing things that were different from what he's doing now. And I remember sitting down and speaking to Callum about the project. Because at this point, I hadn't really told you really what we were kind of working on. And um, yeah. I think it's just, it's so cool that we can get together and do this. And everybody is so up for it as well. Because, you know, none of us are getting paid to do this. And it is a lot of work. You know, we have deadlines every week. And, you know, the shooting of these episodes, I mean, they can take, well, however long you're listening for, plus 10 minutes of faff at the beginning, you know? <laughs> it's like, it's it's a good amount of work that we all put in. And to look back on last year and see that we have, managed to create a workflow and a team that gets this done successfully and up to a really high standard every week is fantastic so yeah good job to everybody i think that's awesome but going forward uh into let's just say the next year i would love to start the actual season two of the podcast again and now if you're listening you're confused by what that means the way that we kind of see it right now is that season one we interviewed 
I think, 20 guests from around the world speaking about all sorts. Um, mainly about like how they got to where they are in their career. And I don't know, it was all quite inspirational. Really enjoyed that. This, the thing you're listening to right now, sitting in jams, is really just some sort of a buffer in between us doing the second season where we do get guests on the show again. And now we're all really enjoying this, and I don't think we just see it as a buffer at this point. It's almost just like another side of the podcast. And so what I am hoping that we can get going soon-ish is, you know, maybe one week we do the interview episode, the other week is the jams episode, and we just kind of continue that for the year and get, yeah, I don't know how many guests we'll be able to squeeze in, but I'm hoping that this season's guests are from a much wider spectrum. So we've been talking about things like music therapists or music psychologists to composers for TV and film. You name it, you know, if there's something you want to hear on the podcast as well, let us know. Just send us a message because we'd love to hear what you'd like to get out of the podcast as well. But yeah, that's kind of, that's what I'm looking forward to this year with the podcast. What what are you looking forward to? Uh, For me, I would say just trying to build like bigger community um and what you were saying there Reese, about like speaking to other specialists i think it would be i just i always find that stuff like super interesting um like things you know like i love the joe rogan podcast for that for that reason um just having all the different specialists on um you know people who are really educated about what they're talking about um so that would i would just love that i think if you know you got different specialists on to really kind of dig deep into what they do um, I think that would be super interesting for, for season two. I would also like to encourage people more to try and feel like they're part of the podcast because, you know, we've taken questions each week. Well, most, I don't know, let's just say five out of eight weeks um, where we have actually gone through topics and questions that you've asked. And that's always fun. Now, Jack's actually just... <laughs> disappeared from the zoom call so i'm going to admit him back in right now but are you there you're there that's all right you've kind of made it just in time for your part of the answer cool what's the question (laughs) (laughs) you asked it bro the question is uh i guess sort of what are you looking forward to in a podcast you know what's something that you're keen to do more of to be honest i'm I'm really just keen to see what happens in the long term with um, just keeping up the consistency of these things as well. Because I think something that's probably quite obvious to all three of us and, and hopefully as well to the listener as well is like our styles are still developing, I think. And that's a really important part of just um, shooting any kind of content really is that you develop a style. And I think the beauty of it is that we we are not kind of trying to impose one idea of you know, what we think sitting in should be as well and you know i like you reese I'm, I'm i'm quite i'm quite excited by the idea of having guests on as well being able to kind of take it in a different tack um but i'm also enjoying this really informal setting of being able to kind of you know sit with an idea and spin it around and, and that sort of thing i think i think it's important to have both spaces where you you can be both um fairly informal and i won't say formal in the context but um, a little more kind of polished i suppose so it's fun to be able to work on both of those skills side to side but um i think i'm yeah i'm just i'm looking in forward in forward i'm looking in general um i'm looking forward to having both platforms or both kind of 
mediums and then trying to trying to kind of find um what sitting in his voice really is which uh i'm sure will be a lot of fun i think sitting in's voice secretly is like a cross between gollum and um <laughs> i don't know like batman or something can you imagine gollum fused with batman i think that's what sitting in would sound like <laughs> if it was a person kind of husky but also like kind of whiny as well hmm i'll take the whiny part but <laughs> all right cool well, it's earlier in the morning, so I'm, I'm maybe sounding a little bit huskier. <laughs> All right. On the back of that, I have one question, then maybe we can do Callum's to wrap up. Um, all right. Favorite episode of the podcast last year? Now, I'm going to quickly look through the topics just so that I can remind myself. Uh, oh, in I've fact, got mine already. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Jack, do you want to jump in then? Yeah, sure. I really enjoyed the um, making practice personal episode. I think it was a really... Um... It was a really fun time to explore that idea as well, because I think we all each had um, different ideas about what practice sort of meant to begin with, then kind of talking about our own our own ideas as well. Like it's really inspired me personally, kind of coming off the back of it to write about it and to, to think about it in a different way as well. Um, and I suppose, yeah, again, that's 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 the fun with these things is like there are infinite amounts of topics, some that audience members kind of post out that would never have even appeared as a as a glimmer in, in, in my mind, but um, yeah, just kind of discussing different things as well like that. I think that was a really great topic because it just, it seemed to open the, the floodgates to a whole bunch of new concepts and ideas that I really had not spent a whole lot of time looking at, but that would be mine. I think that I'm looking through the list right now and I honestly feel like nearly every episode I'm like, you know, that was actually really great to record for me. Um, but one that I, when I look through, I do remember is episode number four and it was musicians and train wreck situations. And the reason I enjoyed that is because I feel like it was, it was the first one out of this batch that we didn't really have like a heavy topic that we were like, oh, let's discuss the impact of learning music theory on, I don't know, you know, it wasn't too clinical. It was just relaxed, like story time, kind of like this episode. And it was just so easy to record. I remember we just laughed and uh, it was great. Um, I do want to point out another one and it's episode six and it was the trials of being a professional musician. And I kind of enjoyed that one for a similar reason in that we knew we were going to record two episodes that day, but we're all for some reason super stressed about recording the episode. And we end up just picking a question from someone on Instagram and we had we hadn't planned anything. Uh, I think that's maybe why we were feeling stressed. But we just thought, it's like, all right, let's just do this one. Like, if it's rubbish, we'll delete it. Uh, that's fine, because we know we're going to record this other one. But we needed to do something to get us in the zone, which, funnily enough, the next question was how to get into the zone when performing. And then we answered that. Um, but I enjoyed the process of doing that one because it really loosened us up. Yeah, and there seems to be a bit of a lineage as well with, with some of these topics as well. Like I know that um, whenever somebody sends in a question or something for us to speak about, I know we 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 kind of discuss it a bit in our group chat as well. and Or, or perhaps even it's, you know, because we shoot like every fortnightly as well. So we shoot a few episodes in a day, um, which is fun as well. But it means that each of the episodes between or like every kind of two episodes, we end up having quite a long time to digest ideas, think about them. And it's very common that I think that each of the um, episodes that kind of pre that um, 
proceeds. English is a hard language this morning for some reason. Always is in It's January. a coffee, bro. <laughs> Remember, if it's you want to support of... us, buy us a coffee. It's going to mm. make the podcast better. 100% that. But yeah, I think it's like, I think it's the fact that sometimes each episode sort of answers questions that we had put out in the last one or the topics kind of, you know, they join together in quite a chronological way almost as well. And so it can be fun to, to work things through that way as well. Nice. Yeah, um, Reese, my favourite one is definitely number four too. I don't know what it is, but I just... Uh... I really enjoyed kind of telling those stories. And I, I had so many. <laughs> I think that was what was great. I had so many train wreck situations that it was just, uh, it was quite funny to tell those. And, you know, quite a few people got in touch and um, I've said things about that one just specifically to the that, that train wreck that you <laughs> you edited the video into, uh, into, the, into the podcast. Oh, that was awesome. Is that the one where you were playing the Ibanez? Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. That was, uh, so good. That was awesome. Um, but again love the process throughout and just as you were saying earlier jack it's i find it really exciting to see where this dynamic like this uh trio like what you know what it's going to be like in a year like what what kind of things are we going to be producing in the jams-esque area as well i think it's going to be super interesting sweet i there was something you said in that what was it i can't oh it was a trio and I was sort of looking at this little Zoom grid in front of me. And I was like, I wonder what it'd be like with an extra person. Just, we've never considered it as a team, but I was just wondering, it's like, what if we had another person on the show? Well, I guess we would. That would be the guest who we're interviewing. So maybe that'll be quite exciting. But anyway, Callum, you had a question that you were going to ask earlier. Uh, do you want to ask that? I mean, we can wrap it up. Yeah, sure. So um, my question was, is there, uh, this, this, this doesn't need to be anything musical, but from last year, is there anything that you didn't do that you've said to yourself that you maybe want to do this year? And obviously as a musician, it's very easy. Like usually that's quite a big one for musicians because it's like, oh, I didn't release music this year or something like that. So that's that's my one. It's just that I've said for like three, four years running that I want to I want to release music. Um, like lo loads of stuff. Uh, that's my doorbell, by the way. <laughs> I'll get that in a second. Um, but yeah, so... That that would be my question. I'll maybe leave that with you. That's cool. I'll take see over. See what the door is like. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully the door opens. I um have just lost the question. So what is something that you essentially want oh, to yeah. resolve? I mean, it's the same as Callum. I feel like for as long as I can remember, I've been working on this bloody EP, and the reason it's taken so long. I will say a lot is because of COVID and stuff getting shut down for so long and then having to kind of reignite that spark about four times is, it gets quite tiring and I don't know, maybe people start to lose hope. But I would say that definitely, you know, releasing music as well. Um, you know, I'm sitting on like 12 tracks right now that I've been working on with the band, but stuff just keeps delaying the process. Now we are at the point where we've recorded demos for like three tracks and then we're going to record the actual version hopefully soonish and so i feel like we are making way it's just long <laughs> and it's also teaching me in the same way this podcast is teaching me like how to sort of manage a team a little bit better because you know a band when it gets to this sort of stage where you're the band leader and you're trying to make it happen with the help of other people it can there's just other things and other roles you have to assume that you I didn't have to do when I was much younger because everybody just showed up and 
I don't know. It was a lot easier when I was like 14 to make a band. I probably could have recorded like six albums when I was 14, but I just didn't. Uh, but again, although I feel somewhat disappointed, I'm also like, man, this stuff takes a long time. And I'm glad I didn't release it two years ago. But there's going to come a time when it's like, no, you need to capture that moment, like that moment of, say, the last three years. Like, it needs to be summarized. And hopefully this year is the year it gets summarized and you'll be able to listen to it. Were you going to say something, Callum? Uh, yeah, bit of a, another train wreck, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, just someone trying to deliver parcels to here that um, is for the restaurant underneath and... Um, forgot that i've got maintenance getting done today so we've got someone in now <laughs> do you need to shoot so, off or um i don't need to shoot off just things might get a bit a bit noisy um <laughs> so yeah we'll see, see how, how we, see go how we get on. we'll see how we get i want to know what kind of restaurant you live above um it's it's called bundits um it does like japanese style rolls and stuff like that as a bar as well um cool japanese style buns with um I've not, I've not actually been too many times even though i live above it but uh yeah it's i think that's like its selling point and it seems to do like super well um it's yeah it's got it's all these good. like like it, it stands out so much like in that whole kind of walk mm. that you've got the like the the leaf walk um with the big mm. green and like kind of pink neon signs and stuff really green <laughs> um it stands out like a sore thumb but in a good way uh okay so let me try and answer this um you know, funny enough, it's it's not for me to release music. I think I think the big thing for me is to try to take the pressure off myself a bit much. So to have less expectation, I think, which I think is going to sound really strange to people who think um, that you sort of have to go through your you know your your journey as a musician or your life as a musician constantly having a high expectation to attain X, Y, and Z. Um, but I think for me, on a personal note, it's it's trying to have less expectation and not from like a, not from a place of like um, stopping disappointment. Cause I think you're always going to have disappointment as a musician, whether it's like, or as a person, I suppose in general. Um, but yeah, just, I, I think, I think trying to be more measured in my approach as well and just, and try to be a bit more present with what it is that I enjoy about music as well. Cause I think, I think as, you know, as experienced as we all are, I think again, it's one of those things that's, that's, that seems to pop up as a question because you constantly need to keep on track of the fact that the answer changes all the time. The data changes. You are, you know, the data reserve um, and what you kind of give out and your relationship to the instrument changes as well. And I think, I think for me, it's, it's, um, it's about trying to capture that and document it as well, which is a really big thing. So either being able to write about it or just posting from a place of um, a place of honesty, really about what it is I'm doing. I think there's, there's there's definitely something in there for sure but yeah having having less expectation really over myself and what i think i should be doing and just trying to sit and enjoy what it is that i am actually doing i think that's a huge um part of personally being present as well i think that's a really big part of it um but yeah as a musician as well just being present just being able to sit with it with where you are with the things that you can do and the things that you can't do and knowing that the world doesn't really end if you can do something and you can't do another thing it's like that's a big that's a big sort of point to get to where everything just sort of levels out and you go, okay, cool. There's a time and a place, but um, just being happy where you are. Great. And on that note, I think this is the right time and place to wrap it. Hmm. 
So thank you all for listening and thank you both for the enjoyable conversation. Now, I just want to remind you all that if you want to support this podcast in any way, you can, let me give you some examples. You can share the podcast with a friend. All right. If you enjoyed that, get on the phone, send it to a friend, tell them you love them. Uh, You can, I don't know. What else can you do? You can buy us a coffee. We s- I just set that up. So if you want to send us, I'm sure you can send us as little as like a pound or two pounds or something like that, which is, I don't know, a dollar or two dollars. It's like not a lot of money. But if you do want to support us, it does go a long way. I know that merch can be expensive and you don't want to buy a mug. But again, if you do want to feel as cool as us all rocking this nice, nice jumper or the, the mug that Calum's been sipping out of, <laughs> um, you're drinking whiskey, right? Of course. It's, uh, it's, it's breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> In Scotland, we drink whiskey for breakfast. <laughs> Hence why we're uncaffeinated. No, of course, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, if you do want to get some merch, you can get that uh, via the link below. You know, wherever you listen to this, there will be a link below and it'll have the Teespring where you can get the merch or the buy me a coffee. And if you want to share it with a friend, well, hopefully you know how to share something. Cool. Well, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for the conversation and I'll speak to you all next week. All right. See ya.